Yo, 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 y'all, welcome to the Raining Champs Podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in to listen. To my right, I got my brother Adrian. Who that? And to my left, I got my other brother Javon. What it is, y'all. And then I go by Jordan on the ones and twos. Fellas, I don't really ever ask y'all too much. How y'all fellas doing, man? How we doing on this Tuesday? I don't know. It's an off day for me. I don't know. I just been feeling like, yeah, blah, all day. So it's been blah, blah, blah. It's a blast day, man. It happens like that sometimes. It's only Tuesday. Adrian, talk to me. How you feeling, man? How you living, Bono? Kind of the same way for me until like five minutes ago. <laughs> the young wave hit. Yeah. Young the max wave. B hit. Yeah. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm good, though, man. Young no complaints. I think it's, I think the reason I feel like that because I had like a slightly long weekend, so that might be the reason why. Oh, yeah. That can always do it to you when you yeah. have a longer than normal weekend. All right. Also, shout out to my boys Dave and Dar in the building. They here while we recording the podcast as well. Shout out to the fellas. Yes, sir. How you uh, feeling, Jordan? Hey, I've been better. <laughs> okay. Man. Sports is kicking me in the back pocket. All right. So with that being, since we do a sports podcast, I just want to get it over with. It just kind of hurts being <laughs> being a sports fan. And I have to do a podcast, and my teams are underperforming. It, it kind of hurts a little bit, you know. So, with that being said, another reason why I'm really feeling bad is uh, I'm a Yankee fan, as I said in the last episode closing, and yesterday we got beat very badly. We lost 16-1. to 1. It's going to be a meme, I'm sure of, if I pay more attention to social media. We're playing right now. Last time I looked, we were down four zip. It kind of hurts because it's the best of five. So, if we lose tonight, then that's it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still a Yankee fan. I'm, I'm still here. We still got a shot to win tonight. We've done better in the past coming back from bigger deficits. So anything's possible. It's a nine-inning game. So we'll see what's up. But losing like that last night, you know, putting a damper on my day-to-day, especially that we're not performing well as I'm speaking at the moment. I can't be mad at that. I like Judge, man. So Shout out to Judge. He cool man. with me. I like Judge, too. My, my, my guy, I think what hurts me the most is Severino is my favorite pitcher that we have at the moment, and he's the reason – why we had a bad game last night. So it kind of hit me as well because that's like Damn. the person I count on. Y'all ain't sub him out, did y'all? I mean, you had to, we had to. Mm. There's a lot of runs put on him. It's bad, you know. Uh, sure. Get what I'm saying? But they were just hot. Like, scoring 16 runs, you're just hot. Like, there's nothing you could do that night. Is y'all home or away? We're home right now. Game four in Yankee Stadium right now. What about, la- what about the uh, last night? Was that last night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night we were in Yankee Stadium. So, game four right now, Yankee Stadium as well. We split the series in Boston, and then Boston won game three. So, <sighs> let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. On a lighter note, because I don't want to talk about that anymore, because I'm going to tear up a little bit. Nobody wants to see all that. <laughs> so, nonetheless, fellas, did we see this UFC fight? <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I didn't see the fight. I saw I highlights. A, I saw all, every, I mean, if you went on Twitter, you could see everything. For the I seen part. what mattered so, most. And that's all that matters. Exactly. So, Twitter <laughs> showed me everything I needed to see. That's like, yeah, because I remember sending it in the group. Yeah, I was like, within I six see. minutes, Javon responded, oh, Twitter filled me in. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened, yeah. though. That junk. I was like, oh, dang, that's what happened? Oh. I see what I seen a tweet about it before. And then, like, you tweeted, I mean, uh, text us in the group. And then I'm yeah. like, hold on, let me go see what's what going on. It was Saturday night, right? Think, yeah, it was Saturday yeah, yeah, night. And then, I, like like you said, a couple minutes later, I'm like, oh, okay. And that's what everybody's talking uh, about. Yeah, it's okay. a fight after I think a me fight. And you, me and you was out, Javon, and then. Jordan hit the group. I want to say. No, that was Friday night we went out. That was Friday? What did I, oh. That was uh. definitely Friday night. All right, yeah, so the best part about the fight was the after fight. <laughs> I mean, nonetheless, um, 
Khabib won. He yeah, choked he out Conor McGregor. Was, was third fourth, or fourth? Fourth, fourth round. So uh, I didn't know around it, didn't he? Yeah, he, he choked out Conor McGregor in the fourth round, rare naked choke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my opinion, after watching the fight, I watched the whole fight. Um, the first two rounds, Khabib completely controlled McGregor. He took him down, grounded him, pounded him. Not crazy as he normally does in the rest of his fights, but he wrestled him and held control. He won the first two rounds, clearly. Round three, he stood up with McGregor, which a lot of people were shocked about because, you know, McGregor hands is what he's known for. Khabib is not. He's a grappler. So it was kind of very surprised that, you know, he stood toe-to-toe with McGregor. And McGregor won that round, but not by much. It's not like he Mm -hmm. had any real, real significant strikes or anything along that nature because after the third round, Khabib had no marks on his face. So you was watching watching the fight? Yeah, I watched the whole fight. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole fight. So that's how, I, that's how I seen the whole thing. And, like, so McGregor got marks and bruises and Khabib looked, looked brand new. So I was like, oh, he – but McGregor won in the third round. Then the fourth round, it kind of was the same thing as the first two. He Is just, that when he caught him with that right? Yeah, no, 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 no. That actually happened in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, got he caught, caught him in right, right on the chin. Yeah. He caught him right on he the ca- chin. He caught him with a knee right after, though. Yeah, yeah it was did. a nice exchange. Right, yeah. right there was a nice exchange. So yeah, but he actually, that hit looked bad because he hit him in the chest. I was like, and McGregor just buckled. Yeah, he buckled. it was like the perfect yeah. punch. Bro. It was yeah. quick too. Hit him right on the button. Like McGregor, Jeez. like he re, he bounced back very fast, but he, did. he knew what happened. He was oh, oh my legs ain't got nothing on my legs, <laughs> <laughs> knees, boy, locked up. It seemed like 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 in the fourth round after he got choked out or whatever. It was just like when he was sitting there, he was just like, damn. I'm going to just take this loss. Cause yeah, like, he was like he was yeah. taking it. He had a soak in that loss. Yeah. Like, that's it, what I it mean. all hit him at once, in my opinion. I think it, like, all hit him at once. So, yeah. So, that was the actual fight. But then, we had more afterwards. So, afterwards, after he chokes out McGregor, like, the referee's pulling Khabib off. And next thing you know, Khabib's like, I still want to fight. Forget all this. And it looks like he spits on McGregor. And then right afterwards, he turns and it looks like, you know, uh, McGregor's trainer and yeah. whatnot is cashing him. Talking it was trash. mouthpiece, too, or something. Like yeah, yeah, so I right afterwards, that. Khabib talking trash back and then throws the mouthpiece. Next thing you know, jumps over the octagon. Mm-hmm. And jump kicked somebody. Yeah, and he went out there wanting smoke, but it took a little beating out there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm he the only one. jumped out in a crowd of people. Yeah, like, it was just like, you, you yo, expect, you're going out there by yourself. You forget you these people are trained fighters. These are like, Quadruple black belts <laughs> and all these different martial arts and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And, and why would you just do that into a crowd of people? You don't know what's going. Yeah, everybody like, was with it though. Like, look, his adrenaline was running. He just won. I After guess so. all of the stuff McGregor said yeah. about him personally, his religion, like all the badge, it, mm, it was different on yeah. him. It was different, and you could tell he took it personally. Mm-hmm. So because that's when McGregor tried to jump out there. So and that that's funny. He was getting he was getting hit up too. Yeah, because they got funny. Cu- no his, no because the people when he was trying to get out, people was coming in, and then he didn't see him come in. He saw one dude, yeah. and then another dude came in too. So one dude, him and the other dude it tried was like to two on one a little bit. Yeah, and then a dude came up from behind and hit him. So he was like, oh, like he didn't see the other dude come in. But see, the funny thing about that is when you watch back the footage. McGregor actually threw the first punch to yeah, the guy he, that was in the octagon. Yeah, and that's he, when they squared up. Yeah, afterwards. so he, he hit him once and then called. <laughs> yeah, so like I was saying, man, McGregor. Short and um, quick, I like it. Guy jumped, guy jumped in. McGregor threw a mean left, and they squared up for a bit, but the guy he punched didn't really look like he wanted yeah, too like much he, smoke. Yeah. But then another homie jumped in the cage, 
and hit McGregor with a two piece mm-hmm. and was like, "What's up? I'm here though. I'm here yeah. though." Yeah, but he caught him from like the behind, like I don't even think it was yeah, behind, it was but he definitely like, ain't see that shit. It was coming. like at an angle. He yeah. wasn't prepared because he was looking at the other dude the whole time. So he's like, "Oh, like you can touch." Yeah, caught him. Like, yeah, it did catch him off guard. I just find it funny that Khabib went out there and, and caught a little beating. <laughs> I will say it was it was good to see it want black folk out there acting fools out there. Nope, not this one. So I was like, oh. Yeah, but like that that's just our little tidbit on the UFC, man. I think we just had to talk about it. It was one of the most talked about things this weekend and whatnot. And it was just funny. Like I said, my favorite part is like he went out there looking for smoke. He got the smoke. And then when you look at his face as they're pulling him back, it's like that kid you seen get beat up in high school that was talking trash first. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. You don't need to hold me up no more. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I took this little beating. I'm good. <laughs> was this the, this was the second one between them? The second fight? No, this is just the first. first? This is the first. It got to be a part two. Yeah, I mean, it has to be because Khabib's still undefeated at 27-0. and 0. McGregor is still McGregor. So if he's yeah. asking for a rematch, Dana White will grant him one. But it's interesting, though, they're still holding their checks. They haven't got the final payout after that fight. After that whole ordeal, uh, it's a little funny. They didn't even get a chance to give Khabib back his belt or announce him as the winner. Damn, yeah, you're right. Because all much. that it happened like right after. Yeah, so they didn't want to take the risk or anything like that. So that was all that. So yeah, that's um that's a little tidbit on the UFC. All righty, so off of UFC for a little bit, we're gonna get into a little bit of NFL talk. Um, we have congratulations in order. I'm sorry, Adrian, before we get to speaking, um, Drew Brees. <sighs> Drew Brees broke Peyton Manning's all-time passing yards. Shout out to him. He now holds the record with 72,103 total yards mm-hmm. in That's his crazy. career. Yeah, and it's going to keep going, too. Yeah, obviously. He still has time. I mean, me personally, I ain't surprised he hit it. I guess he just kind of crept up, but he is the only like QB to ever throw 5,000 yards multiple times, so... Yeah, yeah he, he threw well. it five, five times. Five times. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's crazy. And then they said it's more than like every other community combined. So this dude, he throw for 4,000 plus yards like it ain't yeah. nothing. So. in the sleep. Yeah, it's wild, man. It, it's just shocking, like, with Drew Brees' backstory and whatnot. You know, second-round pick had the horrendous shoulder injury. Yeah, came back. You know, the Chargers let him go. They're thinking, you know, he's done. The Dolphins was supposed to sign him before the Saints did. That's they true. Sign him. And then look at how he does. And, I mean, he's also, like, not a size of a quarterback. He's, like, 5'11". They have him at six foot, but he's yeah. about 5'11". And that's rare for a quarterback that's shorter to be that accomplished, he had a he had a so he had a great yeah. game last night on Monday night. Um, I'm uh, sorry, Adrian. Again, look, I, t- I told him we was gonna torch him. I told him. Look, I told secondary him. look horrendous. Man, it was bad. Redskins, when I when I tell you, I said yo, I said yo, defense. I know this is different for y'all. I put pressure. I gotta play some good defense. They didn't do that, and that's why we got smacked. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of a It had to be show. my like my teams are like especially like when it comes to the Redskins. Like why did the record and all that had to get broken on us? Like mm-hmm. but it's okay though. Like shout out Drew Brees though. He deserves it, so. That that's when it's always the worst. You never want nobody to break the record on your team. That's what that's how it always goes. You just never want them to break it on your team. But yeah, nonetheless, man, shout out to Drew Brees. You know, I'm a Falcons fan, so, you know, of course, I'm not a fan of when the Saints are doing well, but mm-hmm. when congratulations are in order, congratulations in order. I respect Drew Brees as a quarterback, as a player. I have no, I have no bad blood with him. So shout out to him. You know he's gonna keep going. He has a few more years, you know, under his belt and whatnot. Great Monday night performance. He had the highest 
um, completion percentage of his career so far at 39 with the 89%. Um, yeah, he was uh, what, 26 for 29? Yeah, he had, he had a phenomenal Secondary. Josh Norman got benched. Yikes. For a one play and then touchdown right after. Yeah. So, uh, it's like just a lot of miscommunication on defense, too. So, Jay Gruden getting fired soon. Dot, 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 Adrian. Damn. We talking about Duke basketball yet? <laughs> yo, we're talking about Duke. Yo, Zion. Y'all see that picture hey. of Zion? Bro, How? what happened to all the body fat he had, bro? None. That shit is gone. None. Like, Yo, he, he looked like a, big, he like a real life monster. Yeah, like he was always big, but now he looks like that summertime. He just been roiding he, up. He, he been in the gym. What you want with me shooting in the gym? <laughs> Speaking of gym, I heard my boy Alonzo put on some weight, fifteen to twenty pounds. I ain't see that. That's a lot of weight. I ain't see him put that much on. What kind of pounds? You can tell muscle, he muscle or they say he bulked up. Like he actually been like I don't know working about twenty pounds. I don't know about twenty, but you can definitely tell he put on like at least ten. I say ten. Twenty and he playing is tomorrow. Lot, dog. Wednesday. He playing? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be even Rondo said something today. He was like, you can tell he been in the gym throughout the off season. Like he bulked up a little bit. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean he did look bigger. I just didn't think 20, 20 pounds bigger. But shout out to him if he's you know I'm. Uh, he needed it. All right, yeah, so speaking a little bit about Josh Norman. So Josh Norman and Michael Thomas had a little tidbit. Oh, yeah, you on Twitter Twitter fingers. Yeah, man, so we're going to give y'all a couple of responses of what happened just in case, you know. I, I ain't like, I seen the message for it as far as, like, uh, the notification, like they was talking smack on Twitter, but I ain't see all what was exchanged, though. So. All right, so I'm going to try to give a little bit of that dialogue back then. So, um, you know, the post commentator, uh, reporter, contacted Josh Norman and asked him how he felt about the, felt about him and Michael Thomas, and he said, that guy, to speak on him, I will not waste my breath. He says, I'm sorry, I will not. He's not worthy of it. He never will be worthy of it. As, um, Michael Thomas is like, I made that boy check out after the first half. And then Norman responded with saying he's clout chasing. And then Norman also said he did not have a reception with him when the two were lined up against each other and called Thomas a blocking decoy. And then back and forth, the fellas had a little bit of words on Twitter. More so it looks like on Michael Thomas than Josh Norman. Uh, Michael Thomas called him a, co- a zone corner. Play your role. You don't even have no clout to chase. I didn't have to do anything but punk you all day and watch you bust coverages all game and cost your team. So who really a clown? Oh, I'm sorry. Josh Norman was calling Michael Thomas a clown like on everything and put the clown emoji and all that stuff. <laughs> but he says, yeah, so who's really a clown? And I'm going to bully you every time I see you just so you know. Hashtag sis. Then I, uh, there's more. Then Michael Thomas is like, you my son, go to bed. I was punking you all night. Give me a break at your coach so he can put you put your so-called tough guy self in timeout again. Crying emoji, crying emoji. And he said, and you still crying to the media and in my mentions crying. You 30 years old, dude. Life comes at you fast. Then says, you corny for deleting your tweets, Josh Norman. We grown men. Walk it like you talk it. Goofball con artist. This is my favorite part when we find out you not who you say you are. I will say, man, like, look, you win, you got you got a little bit of bragging rights, but as far as Josh Norman goes, man, just play ball, man. At this point, just play ball. You can't be out here calling Michael Thomas a scrub either, like. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thomas is pretty You say he was a scrub or a clown, like. Nah, he was trying to make him I mean, seem like yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. If you call If you call a receiver a blocking decoy. Yeah, like, come on. That, that That's bad. Michael Thomas is definitely not no decoy, like, he legit. 
Yeah, you call you call him a decoy. That that's that's highly disrespectful. Yeah. That's highly disrespectful. Like the first like what three four weeks, his targets is one of the highest in the league. So yeah, he obviously a go to dude on that team, man. I think he might might be what top five in yards right now, maybe possibly. Yeah, Josh Norman, I feel like uh, just needs to put. Uh, it's 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 just got to play. Yeah, exactly. You just you just yeah. have to play at this moment. I was brought to reality. I was talking a little smack here and there to people. Then I realized I was like, man, your team's a Redskins. Be real with yourself. From here on, I'm just I just gotta watch the game. See like what the Redskins said. do. I still think our division is wide open though. Man, your division is stupid wide open. Yeah, y'all so. division is super tight. Nobody's still really number one in the division for right now. What's up? Somehow. Um yeah, I wish I was in y'all. Cause that bye week. Yeah, that sounds. But bad. it's all good. But as I said, Michael Thomas is number four in the league right now in, in receiving yards with 519. And I think he's might be right behind Adam Thielen in receptions, in which he is with 46. So, yeah. That's all you need to know. So, um, yeah, Javon Jordan, y'all got that win in the Monday Night Football picks. It's cool. I'm behind by three one game. So. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, sorry that it had to happen like that, Adrian, as far as Monday Night goes. Um you know, you had to ride with your team no matter what. No matter what. You had to ride with your team, dog. It's okay. It's still early. Me and Javon are only up one game on your Monday night, so it's not like it's anything far-fetched. So, uh, enough of the Josh Norman, Michael Thomas. It's just a little funny um, back-and-forth banter between the two. Uh, we, we got a little – let's talk about the Eagles, fellas. So, you know, the Eagles are our reigning champs. Shout out to hey, us. Raise the banner. Raise the banner. So, the Eagles are the defending Super Bowl champions, but they're not playing like it. They've had some bad losses, some tough losses. You know, they're, they're just not playing up to par. Now that Wentz is back, Alshon Jeffrey's back, they're just not up to par in my opinion, and I think everybody can agree with that. Um, and so with that being said, unfortunately, they just lost another blow to Jay Ajayi. He tore his ACL. Yeah. And they also restructured Fletcher Cox's contract, which frees up another $6.5 million to pick up somebody potentially. Originally, everybody uh, labeled it for Le'Veon Bell because that's how much his franchise tag would be if you trade for him. And then also rumor came out LaShawn McCoy can also be another target. So how y'all feel about this? You know, the whole Eagle debacle and them looking like they're going to trade for a running back possibly or kind of having to, you know, all that jazz. I was going to say, like, what was LaShawn McCoy last year again? When I was Yeah, I'm having a brain fart. Oh, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm about to see. So why – why he didn't get picked up by a team? Like why he was no saying, he no he's no yeah he's, no, he's still team, there. But he oh, had the whole legal issue. About a, oh okay. Yeah, he had the legal issues. That's why he ain't really been playing. But I mean, so they talking about traders. They talking about traders. Crack ribs. Yeah. Yeah, it's crack ribs. Oh, okay. Like fractured ribs. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So both of these are trades. Yeah, these are trade okay. rumors to trade for Lashawn McCoy or trade oh, okay. for Le'Veon. My apologies. Yeah, we're talking about trading for one or the other. But yeah, I, I don't, I'm not so sure about the Le'Veon thing no more because it seems like as every week goes past is that he's going to come back soon. But since the Jay Ajayi injury is what well, just happened, so I mean, I it feel makes, like it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I feel like if they were to really like be serious and try to get Lashawn, that like him bring him back home, like yeah. he'll definitely make their offense even more explosive than it was with Jay Ajayi because he's way more dynamic of a running back. So, I think it's a good like pickup, you know, talent wise. Uh, I agree. Also, you know, Lashawn McCoy, he never wanted to not be an Eagle. 
you know, he, yeah, he, he got played his wing. whole life yeah. in in Pennsylvania. That's where he's from. He went to college there. He played his NFL career. All his family's there. You know, it, everybody was heartbroken when he left there. And a lot of Eagle fans was too. And I will say this one thing. My mother's an Eagles fan. Shout out to my mom. And I bought her a LaShawn McCoy jersey. And the year afterwards is when he got traded. So if he gets to go back and my mom can wear that jersey again and it all. That'd be dope. I would be very excited You know what's funny well. about that? I think I did the same thing. You did. I think yeah, you got it. I, I don't know exactly. Ooh. I bought it for my mom on her birthday. I got it for my dad on his birthday. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember I was talking about it because I got it a black one. Then I got my dad the green. Yeah. <laughs> and a year after he gets traded, and yeah. I was sick. And then after that, me and my sister bought him another one. But this time, we just put his name on the back with a fifth yeah. year he was born. And he was like, that way, anybody get traded, I still got a jersey or whatever. So. Yeah. See, I did that. I picked an old player. I got Jeremiah Trotter. Mm-hmm. And I know that's one of her favorite players from the past. So I was like, one way or the other, she'll mm-hmm. be happy with this. Jeremiah yeah. Trotter. He was a hitter, boy. He was a hit turn. The, the Todd Pink. Pinkston and oh my James God. Thrash Day. <laughs> oh my Deuce Staley. Gosh. Deuce Staley? Deuce. Brian Westbrook. Brian, Brian Dawkins. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. What Corey Buckholter. Oh. Why do I know all these players? Because they were they were phenomenal during that time period. That's how you they, know they, I watch they, too much sports. The Eagles went to the NFC Championship five yeah, years they did, during that yeah, time. Yeah, because that's when they had like Bobby Taylor and uh Troy Vincent and all yeah, those. So yeah. if you kind of didn't know who they was, you really weren't watching football, to be yeah. honest. Just just keeping it real. Eagles fan or not. Just being a fan of football is going to get you. And it there. probably helps that my pops is an Eagles fan. So same yeah. thing here with my mom. So if we're watching games, we're going to watch exactly. the Eagles game. So um, yeah. So that's how we feel about that. Hopefully the Eagles get it together, can bounce back. Um, yeah, as Adrian I said, them to be doing a little better though. I'll say that, but I ain't too mad at it. Yeah, they like, got a lot of moving pieces though. Cause you got to think when they started the season, they weren't even healthy. Like Wentz hadn't come back yet. Yeah. Alshon was out, so they had. A, they weren't like you know completely hundred percent either, so I feel like they'll get better as the season goes on. Yeah, and like Adrian said, the division is still wide open, so it's not like they're out of division. You know, like me, Saints hey, me. being four and one, Carolina three and one, we one and four. It's over. <laughs> Let's go ahead and kick the ties and light the fires, Big Daddy. That's it. You know, I, ain't front. I expect y'all to be doing a little better too. Though. Look, when you got seven players on IR, it's yeah. like only yeah. so much you can do, man. Nick Bosa. You know, so I, I think it's time to put the backpack on and get ready for tanking season. I'm watching college. Shout out to Georgia Tech, baby. We finally took a dub against Louisville. Sixty-six points on them heads, boy. Taquan Marshall was the ACC player of the year, player of the week. Shout out to my boy. Just had to throw that out there. They ain't good either, though. None of my teams are good right now. Hopefully, my Yankees are doing better. Um, <laughs> so we talked about it just for a splash a moment ago. We talked about Monday Night Football. Um, if you didn't remember our picks, Adrian picked the Redskins. Me and Javon both picked the Saints, which makes our standings with me and Javon both three and three. And Adrian is currently two and four. So he's only one down of us and one not. So the game we got right now, drum roll. 49ers versus the Packers. Game? <laughs> That's what we calling this? Mm. <laughs> I already said. Just got that. Hey, we lose this game. I'm going to tank mode, bro. It's, it's that serious. Are y'all playing Monday night? Yeah, playing yeah, Monday night. Uh, they watch. They probably go. No, they're not gonna surprise me. I got was, what was you just saying? Somebody got moved from Sunday night. No, that's later in the season when oh, we get flexed. Oh, yeah, okay. this is probably like week seven. The week, yeah, because I think we we supposed to have back to back prime time games. But yeah, speak, y'all looking were. so bad right now. They like, nah, we gotta get y'all out of one of them joints. Damn. Yeah, my boys. 
We had a lot of high expectations. We had five primetime games this year. <laughs> Y'all did. They, they thought Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan was going to go in there and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then damn you know, injuries. Yeah, it, it I can happens. talk about it. I, look, I, I feel you, brothers. <laughs> I can look at you in your eyes and yeah. tell you I, I feel you when yeah. we talk about injuries. I don't have nobody in my second day. When Trufant went out, it's always like that. Once one player goes out, a team scores. Soon as Trufant went out, here go Antonio Brown. Going, who y'all picking? Um, the homer in me wants to pick the 49ers. <laughs> but the realist in me. Go ahead, pick them. You ain't picking the 49ers? I'm picking the Niners, dog. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Come on, bro. Rep your squad. I'll go with the Packs, man. Yeah, I'm going with the Packers, too. Gotta be a homer, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to do it, dog. But I'm rolling with watch, the Packers. Watch y'all win for whatever. They gonna win. And they gonna piss me off because you know they gonna do something and just end up winning. And I'm gonna come in. Oh, I ain't on the tank train. I'm on like I'm really about to be on the tank train. I want Nick Bosa now. We need a pass rusher so bad. Yeah, the pass rusher is really key when it comes to teams, man. Uh, so I, I feel you, man. But yeah, we're gonna roll. I'm rolling with the Packers. Adrian rolling with the Packers, and Javon's going with his hometown mm-hmm. heroes, known as the 49ers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Adrian. So talk to me. Who y'all got this week, man? We got the Panthers. So, well, Josh Norman, old team. We'll see what he does. How he act. We'll see how my team act. I don't got high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm disappointment. Just, I'm just gonna watch the game. Hopefully we win. We're playing at home, so yeah. Nah, I can understand that. Um, for me, my Falcons got the Bucks this week. Um, the battle at the bottom of the two of the division. <laughs> I'm I'm keeping it real, man. It's not looking good for us this year. So I I, I want to beat the Bucks, especially any division team. I want to beat no matter what, especially the Bucks because their fans are annoying. Nonetheless, you know. If we lose this game, it's really over because there's no climbing out of that hole. If we can beat the Bucks, see, I thought we were gonna stay afloat until Deion Jones came back because he's he's on uh, on IR to return, so he'll be back sometime in the year. You know, Ricardo Allen and Keanu Neal they're out, but I thought if we could just float until we got our quarterback of the defense back, and I was like, okay, we can kind of we can hang in there once we get Deion Jones back. But it ain't looking like that's possible. So with that being said, you know it is what it is. But yeah, we got the Bucks. Um. We got a Bucks. I'll watch it. It's normal. That should be an entertaining game, though. I just know I ain't buying that Sunday ticket. <laughs> That's dead. <laughs> oh, now? Now. Yeah. It's over, dog. It ain't even worth my time anymore. League pass. Yeah, league pass. I'm going to watch my Bulls. See, they can lose all they want because we're young, and I don't expect us to do good. And I can actually just enjoy the young core develop. You know, it's not like they're they were supposed they were supposed to be like a number one seed or number five or nothing. Mm-hmm. If we sneak into the playoffs, it's all good. But I can enjoy watching my Bulls. Yeah. You know, shout out to Larry, man. Hopefully, speed recovery, my guy, the marksman, the finisher. Alrighty, so yeah, that's it with us for football and whatnot, man. Hope y'all enjoyed that segment. Alrighty, so we're gonna actually finally get into the NBA. Like, we're gonna deep dive a little bit into there. Uh, Adrian, I know you've been waiting for this and whatnot, man. We're finally on your sport, baby. Let's get it. Alrighty, so we're gonna give y'all a little bit of our predictions for like the six major categories, as well as what we, how we'll feel the one through eight spots will go within the West and the East. So we're gonna give y'all a little bit of predictions since we got some games coming next week on Tuesday, the 16th. And if y'all did not know who's playing by any chance, we have the 76ers versus the Celtics. And then we have the Thunder versus the Warriors. We actually have two great games to kick off basketball. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to both. You know, two high prolific teams with great players on each. And I got, you know, maybe a couple of them on my Boston, Boston going to win? 
and the Warriors gonna win. OKC, yeah. It's gonna be a good game, but I got I got uh Golden State winning by by twelve. Golden State by twelve. By twelve points. They're gonna you know how they you know how they do at the end. They hit a couple threes and then third, fourth, early fourth quarter to get that little push. Y'all y'all do remember the Thunder was it was a tough matchup for the Warriors. I think it's gonna be different this time. Okay. We 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 gonna save that. Well, we I'm gonna say I feel like Boston gonna take game one. I think so too. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be pretty close though. I think it's gonna be I'll say a six point game. I feel like the second game between the uh Warriors and the, the uh Thunder, I feel like the I feel like the Thunder gonna probably not Thunder, but the Warriors gonna probably take that at home. Uh I'll say eight point game. I don't think I think it's gonna be pretty con- what? A four point difference? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said twelve for the second game. You said eight for the first one, right? No, I said six for the first one. Oh, six eight and eight for, eight for the, the second, second one. one. Okay. But I said eight because, like you said, the Warriors are known for going on that like little late push that they can, you know, they can get hot at moments. Notice, so. I think that first game would be like. Uh, Plus, every team's trying to get acclimated that first game too, so I don't feel like it's gonna be a blowout or anything like that. I ain't mad at this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say five. I think it's gonna be a five point game. I don't want the Sixers to be that team. And I know we're going to deep dive in a little bit. But I don't want the Sixers to be that team, like, to where, like, they have the potential to be so good, but they fall short. So, I, w- I actually want to see them do well. I think um, I think the Celtics will win by double digits. I think the Celtics are going to win somewhere in that 12-14 bracket. I feel like in the second – I feel like they're going to start a lot better than the Sixers. That's just my opinion. I think the Sixers mm. are going to come out a little slow, a little sluggish. I think the Celtics, since they're all healthy, I think they'll come out, especially the first game under Brad Stevens, I think they're going to take it by double digits. And then with the second game, I'm going to roll with the Thunder beating the Warriors. Nice. I will say the Thunder is going to beat the Warriors by about six to seven points. That's my prediction on those two games. Kyrie dropping 27. Hmm. I like that. I think Embiid will drop about that same amount. Embiid 24 and 12. That sounds, those sounds like realistic numbers. And Ben Simmons is going for dang near a triple-double. I can see that. Okay, so fellas, y'all want to start with the West or y'all want to start with the East as far as seedings go? Don't matter. Let's East. do – yeah, let's do East. All right, let's do East. Javon, talk to me. Um, I feel like if Boston's healthy, they're going to probably take the number one seed. Uh, big if because you never know when it comes to Kyrie. All caps if. Yeah, it's a big if for that team. But I feel like potentially they should be the number one seed in the East. I feel like Toronto probably going to come in second. Especially, I mean, if, if what's his name, Kawhi, if he actually come in and looks like, you know, how people expect him to look prior to the injury, you know. You know, I see them taking number two. Uh, from then on, I feel like Philly should take three. Cleveland's going to fall. Uh, I could see Cleveland sneaking in and being an eighteen though. In eight, eight. How you skip all the other numbers? I'm going down the list of what they were last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give us one through eight. <laughs> What's up? God dang, you're just gonna mess up my format. Oh my bad. Oh, continue. Yeah, let him do his, do his, his numbers off, bro. Thing. One, three, four, eight. All right, Adrian, you want to take care of this? I mean, we can just read yours off. <laughs> Look, you've been too, you're too excited to talk about basketball. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm sleepy. Damn. Um, 
I guess since we're going, you know, in Adrian's way, I'm going to move up. <laughs> um, the Adrian way. I'm going to move Milwaukee up to number four. You're just being disrespectful, bro. Now. Washington went forty-three and thirty-nine last year. Oh, so we got we got a little God, bit. Of, that's how we feel. Okay, they they pretenders. Yes, one, I feel like they're gonna make it to the playoffs. Go ahead and say you one through eight. But I'm gonna put them good. at the fifth. Okay, and they're probably gonna disappoint like they always do. Anyways, so you say we lose the uh, to the Bucks in the first round? Yes. Anyways, GG. Um, for the wait, yeah, we're on the sixth seed. I'm gonna go with Indiana. Then after that, I guess I'm gonna probably put Miami at the number seven seed, and then I guess to round it out, I'm gonna sneak. Uh, I'm gonna sneak Charlotte in there. Whoa! Mm, I different. did not see that coming. Wow! I, I like it though. I like that bold one. I I'm like not, that. Not, you mentioned the Cavs though. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I'm gonna put Charlotte in there. Cavs gonna probably drop to like ninth to tenth seed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you think like it, it, AC like could go anywhere like from the Hornets like to the Cavs? Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. The impatient one. Adrian, talk Let's to us. Look, look, look. One, one through eight. One through eight. Impossible. I got possible eights. But anyway, I got number number one, I got Boston. Then I got the Raptors. So ours is the same there, Javon. And then I got the Wizards at number three. Six is a, <laughs> Don't do that. Hey yo, I can't wait to get visuals. <sighs> Just wait, wait until the season actually. Wait until we actually start playing. But anyway, <laughs> we've been waiting for five, six years now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. So number four, I got the Sixers. Okay. Then I got the Pacers at five. I got the Bucks, the Cavs at seven. Ooh, that's high. And then it's a toss up, honestly, between AFC. Like, I kind of want to have three teams, but I don't think Detroit's going to do it. I don't think they're going to do I anything. almost picked them, and I was like, nah. Because, I mean, I like Blake Griffin and um, Andre Drummond, but mm. I don't think Detroit, I don't think they're doing anything. They're going to be like the team that, like, you lose to, your team loses to that costs you, like, certain seating in the playoffs. But as far as, like, eighth, I got Miami and the Bulls. Like, I can, Hey, somebody I snuck Shot City in the game. What up, baby? I can see y'all sneaking in there. Sneaking. But, like, really, I, I like Miami, though. It's something about Miami I like. I like to the see la- what they do. So the last dance. That's why. So uh, yeah, that's my one through eight for for the East. So Miami. So Miami eight. What you want to say? You said what? What's up? So this nigga said the Wizards three seed. <laughs> oh man, they was supposed to be a three seed this year. Look, <laughs> let's bet money that Ooh. my Wizards come out with a better record than your Lakers overall. Dot dot dot. Okay. Let's put we got a bet. Let's put fifty on it. Okay. Okay. Can we shake on it? Gotta be real. If let's y'all are really about it, y'all gotta shake on it. Let's get it. All right. We gotta shake. We gotta shake, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we gotta shake. Adrian and Javon just shook on whoever has the better record between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Washington Wizards gets fifty bucks. My team won eight less games than his team last year with no superstar. Uh, we ain't have In a super. We ain't have a superstar for half the season. What you mean? So Bradley Bill not a star player. We didn't have an A star player or a superstar player. We didn't have nothing. No all star. Nothing. But you just said without a superstar, and I'm letting you know we didn't have a superstar either. I'm, when I meant superstar, I meant like no all star, superstar, star player. We didn't have nothing in the West, and we only lost eight games less. And now we added a bona fide superstar with a improving core. 
Yes, I feel like we can win more games. How many times y'all played the Rockets last year? Four times. Was it four? Yeah, bro, we in the West. Yes, we played them four times. Sometimes it varies though, because you'll play. You might play them three. Three. I'm asking because the only teams you guarantee play four times are the teams in your division. The Warriors is the only team I can see in your division that's going to give you a hard time every single time. Other than that, your division is weak. Oh. Because it used to be the Clippers. The Clippers. Lakers. Clippers. It used to be the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers did win 40-plus games. But besides that, yeah, our division is pretty weak. I'll give you that. So, yeah. But you still got to see all the other teams in your conference three to four times a year. Like I said, we threw 50 up. Let's get it. Yeah, we got the bet on the line. This is a good episode already. Sorry. What's up, Jordan? Who you got? All right. So, um, <clears throat> one through eight East. I got um, Celtics number one, barring any in- injuries. Raptors number two. I have the 76ers at number three. If the Wizards. Gosh. If the Wizards stay healthy, if John Wall is healthy, you guys can be three. It's an interchangeable between you and the Sixers. Too. And that's where I, ha- I have it as best potential, like as far as like no injuries. You, you have to give the Wizards the potential at the end of the day. And if they trade for Jimmy Butler, they're the number one seed. I guess mm-hmm. I was Straight going up. by expectations. Hey, I feel you. It's all, about, it's all about how you feel. Yeah, because like I said, I felt like this year, past year, I've had them be in the top three seed, and now I'm looking, I'm like, I can't be mad at you know you. That's why I'm kind of like I think, but I think no matter how y'all say whatever y'all want to say about Dwight Howard, he had a good year last year. He did, and I think he'll fit well with the Wizards. I think he's an upgrade. So if he's an upgrade and John Wall is fully healthy, you automatically have a better team. And they got a new draft pick, which helps deepen their bench with Jeff Green and all that kind of jazz. They have a better team, in my opinion. So I think it's interchangeable between them and the 76ers, especially because you don't know if the 76ers is going to be healthy. We're talking about this Philly. But, you know, nonetheless, that they're interchangeable. But at the moment, I got 76ers three. I got the Wizards four. Uh, I got the Bucks number five. I have the Pacers at six. And then I have the Pistons at seven. I understand both of y'all feeling like the Pistons don't have an opportunity to sneak in and whatnot. Look, Drummond. Who you got five? Five, I have the Bucks. Mm, okay. I had the Pistons as a team that was going to, like, barely miss it, like how they did last year. Kinda. Yeah. See, I think the Pistons will make it because now you have a full year with Blake Griffin and Drummond playing next to each other. And they have the new addition of Dwayne Casey as the head coach. I don't think Dwayne Casey's going to go there and not make the playoffs. Hey, I so, that. with that being said, that's where the Pistons lie at number seven for me. Um, and for eight, I have Miami. I think Miami is the AFC. But, like I told y'all, if anybody sneaks in there, I'll put my balls there. But if they don't make it, that's I will right. not be mad. But I, I don't think the Cavs are going to do it. I don't think the Hornets got it in them. I just don't like the Hornets lineup. I don't see that. I don't, I don't see I would, the And I'm going to tell y'all. It seems like they kind of took a step back a little bit. I would think they Hornets Tony Parker, would, would rebuild. We're going to rebuilding mode right now. But since the All-Star game is in Charlotte, I think that's the reason why they're keeping Kemba. I think they would have already traded Kemba Walker. Yeah. But since they're in Charlotte, they want an All-Star player in Charlotte. Kemba Walker True. will make the All-Star game. So yeah. you kind of want somebody from the hometown to be there, right? That's my opinion. I could be wrong, but, you know, it is what it is. You just, I feel like you always want at least one, you know, unless you're in one of those like prolific cities. But nonetheless, that's my one through eight, man, in the East. That's how I'm feeling. And I don't think the Bucks will get out the first round again. Just let me go ahead and get that out of the way. So if they match yeah, up with they, the Wizards, they definitely not getting out that first round. That's what I said. I got three and six, like the they Bucks and six. Or even if we, whenever, if we match up with them, they're not getting out the first round. 
Nah. But um, all right. So let's let's go ahead and moving on to the West. One through eight. Adrian, talk to me. One through eight. How you feeling? I right, one through eight. Let's get it. I got Warriors, obviously number one. Rockets at two. I got the Spurs at three. Ooh. I got OKC at four, and I got the Pelicans at five. Oh shoot. Lakers at six. I got uh the Portland Trailblazers at seven. Mm. <laughs> and then I at eight again. I got the uh I got the Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets. Ooh. Okay. So Ooh. and last year that that's who was uh, going for the number eight. Yeah. AC was the uh, Timberwolves and the Nuggets. Yeah, you can so play, I got them the again. Nuggets have missed the playoffs the last two years by one game. Mm-hmm. That's just sad. But with a healthy Paul Millsap, anything is possible. Okay, I w- I'm gonna say this: Memphis Grizzlies, get out of y'all! Not doing anything. Get these <laughs> bums out of here. Yeah, we shouldn't even be mentioning them on a podcast ever. Get these bums out of you here. You was the one who them out on the yeah, last episode talking about the Grizzlies. Some, Don't he turn g- he back. He gave him some love. I said randomly. Man. I just I don't like watching them play, man. They kind of okay. bore me. We're probably going to watch the Wizards lose to them like the first couple games or something. Okay. Well, I guess Talk uh, to us, for Javon. me, I'm going to go Golden State 1, Houston 2. Uh, Number 3, I'm going to go – I'm going to move Utah number 3. That's a team Adrian didn't put in there, and that's what caught me. I'm like, damn, you didn't say the Jazz. That's the reason why I was like, whoa, because oh. you never mentioned the I'm Jazz. In my, I'm in my list kind of quick. Well, Utah three. I'm sorry. I'm going to put uh, I'll put the Spurs four. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to put us at five, the Lakers. Sorry, sorry, guys, I'm a Laker fan. Us. Lake uh, show. I'm, number six, I'm going to put – I'm going to leave the Pelicans at number six, put OKC at seven, Ooh. Ooh. and then I'm going to sneak Denver in at eight. Will you put your Lakers at? Fifth. Fifth? Hey, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to overshadow what you said. Take the Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets out. I'm inserting Utah at five and moving everybody else down. So Give Portland's your, the eighth seed. Give your list over again. So I got... Warriors, Rockets, Spurs, OKC, Utah, Pelicans, Lakers, Portland. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Did I leave Portland out? Continue, Javon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think you did. I think I might have left Portland. All right, hold up. <laughs> Y'all just leaving out teams, bro. All right, this so no, instead of Denver sneaking in, I'm going to put – I'm going to move Portland down to six and then move New Orleans down to seven and then – No, I did it wrong. Dot. I got to redo this shit. <laughs> Sorry guys, I gotta redo it. All right, All right so Golden State one, Houston two. Um, I think I said Utah three, San Antonio four, Lakers five, Portland six. We're OKC seven. OKC seven. Okay, and then uh, okay. Pelicans eight. Okay. All right, I hear you, brother. I hear you. All right, so for me, um, I'm going Warriors number one. I'm going Rockets two. I'm going OKC three. I'm going Lakers four. Mm. I'm going to Spurs five. I'm going Blazers six. I'm going to Pelicans seven. And for the eighth seed, it's between the Jazz and the Nuggets. Mm. Those are my programs. What number you say for Utah? Utah's eight. Mm. Tied with the Nuggets. Look, here's some reasons behind behind my opinions. So with the Jazz, to me last year, they had a pretty perfect season. You know, Ricky Rubio played out his mind. Derek Favors played great. Uh, Gobert was hurt. Gobert, he was hurt. But they played perfect. Donovan Mitchell had an outstanding year. Joe Ingles played. He, 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 
you know, he, he played lights out and whatnot. I can't say that they're going to do it again to be a fifth seed. Now that we insert the Lakers with LeBron, now that the Spurs actually have an all-star now, because they did it without any all-star last year with Kawhi not playing. Was so, it, uh, what's the name on the team? No, you can't. You can't. Uh, oh, you talking about LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah. yeah, that's why they made the playoffs. LaMarcus Aldridge. He made the all-star team, too. Yeah, excuse me. I mean, like a okay, a star, a star. power player. Okay. Look, look, I love Aldridge. I love them in Portland. I love them. He, he had his best year last year. He made his first all-NBA team ever last year. He had like a resurrection year. So, look, I love Aldridge. L.A. is dope. But he needs he, that's the reason why they made the playoffs. Without him, they wouldn't have made it. So, inserting a DeMar DeRozan into that system, to me, is going to bump the Spurs up. No matter how bad the Blazers play in the playoffs, no matter what, they are a regular season team. They're good in the regular season. Yeah, very so true. So, that's the reason why I couldn't bounce them out. And the Pelicans, no matter what, are going to make the playoffs. AD I just gonna, AD gonna get I just don't know about the Julius Randle insert and the Alfred Payton. A lot of people like Julius those Randle one. I don't know about the Alfred Payton one, but I feel like Julius and him are going to ball. I, I think they will. Yeah. I just – I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm Between Mirchik and Julius Randle, they're going to have to be coached well. If they're coached and rotated properly, then they can have a good year. Nonetheless, they're seven. It's just how I'm looking at the paper. They might go to six, but I don't see them going any higher than six. I can't see them going be, being better than the Spurs, the Lakers, or the Thunder. It's just not mm-hmm. – to me, I don't see it. And like I said with the Nuggets, um, I love the young core. And with a healthy Paul Millsap, the Nuggets have a good possibility. And then you can't take away the Jazz just because they were the fifth seed and they yeah. went to the second round. But it's tough. You know, you never know what's going to happen in the West. Like, who thought last year the Blazers would be the number three seed? Like, a certain things yeah, you just you can't, you can't predict, you know. So, we'll see what happens. But that's my predictions on that. All righty, fellas. So, we are going to get into the six major categories. So, for Coach of the Year, uh, Javon, who would you choose to win Coach of the Year? Um, I picked Brad Stevens. Okay, that's I a good pick. I think he's been, like, kind of – I'm not going to say overdue, but I feel like he's been building towards that every year where it's like his, his rep gets higher and higher every year. So I'm going Brad, especially if they finish with the top seed. I think he's going to take that joint. Okay. I ain't mad at that. That's that's a good pick. Brad Stevens is one of the – is a great coach, phenomenal coach. Adrian, who you feel like going to um, take coach of the year, my man? I picked the same. I picked the same. Uh, Brad Stevens. I feel like he should have won last year. He probably would have if he was top seed. But the, he was playing with all them injuries last year. He still finished out number two. Didn't they finish number mm-hmm. two? Mm-hmm. So I think this year, like you said, they'll probably get the number one seed. It's crazy. We're talking Boston, number one seed again. But it's a time again. But anyway, yeah, I see Brad Stevens um, getting that getting that award this year. So Okay. Um, I'm going to roll with somebody different since we have two people already saying Brad Stevens. I'm going with Mike D'Antoni of the Houston Rockets. Um, they were the number one seed last year. It's possible that they do it again. And with the insert of Carmelo Anthony, um, I really like Carmelo Anthony on the Rockets. And I feel like they have a shot to upset and overjump the Warriors again. And if they do, Dan Tony will win Coach of the Year just because he's the number one team in the West. But Brad Stevens, without a doubt, is a phenomenal coach. He's probably pound for pound the one or two best coach with him and Pop. I mean, you know. Give or take. So, yeah, that's our coach of the years. All right, so for um second category, guys, let's go with the most improved player. Javon, who are you rolling with? I'm going with my man, B.I. 
Brandon Ingram. I feel like he uh in for a pretty good not bad. breakout year. How I much mean, do you know how much he averaged last year? Sixteen point one points per game. And how much do you think he's gonna average this year? I feel like he can potentially bump it up to nineteen twenty a game. Potentially. Mm. Okay. I've, and the only reason I'm giving it nineteen twenty. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm I'm rolling. Okay. I'm about to say I don't know why that seems so far fetched, but okay. No, I was just trying to see how many like you know for the most improved. I wanted yeah. to see like how I'm much say but I feel like it's going to be two because I feel like he has a spotlight on him now. So now if he performs, people are actually going to notice it. Yeah, I can Before, see that. Before, like, he had numbers comparable to a lot of players that were doing well. or He had a lot of better numbers that people were getting recognition for, but it's like since our team wasn't that great, nobody paid attention to it. Then you, you tell somebody, oh, he averaged 16, 4, and 4, and you'd be like, everybody's like, he did that last year? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, he actually had a – very good sophomore year. And he had a good preseason game, too. Yeah. Starting at the one. I know we talked about that last week. So, I can see it. He definitely has improvements to me. So, I mean, that's my guy. Okay. I like that. Adrian, talk to me. Most improved. I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon. I feel I like that. I feel like this is his year. Like, if he doesn't do, like, because you kind of look at, like, um, he got the bag. He better play good. You look at the magic, like. I can't remember what's my man's name. The center, the um, v- that's not Vucevic. Who was it? Nikovic yeah, or something. Nikovic. Vucevic. It's a Toronto. Vucevic, right? Yeah, Nik- Nikola Vucevic. Bro, them I think it's I think it's Vucevic. He's like Vucevic. It's a bunch of rollers. But I think with Aaron Gordon, he's had like, you know, he he battled some injury last. Oh my bad, he battled some injury last year. Um, only playing fifty-eight games last year. He averaged 17.6 points. So, I feel like – and that's that wasn't like a five-point improvement from the year before. So, I feel like this year, like like you said, he getting that bag. Like, if he don't do it this year, it's kind of just – that kind of lets you know what type of player he's going to be. Like, honestly, at this point, Orlando's kind of looking at him like, yo, this is kind of your team. Yeah. yeah. So, and the alpha him like he's gone. Was. So, it's kind of like, like, yo, this is your team. If you don't do it this year – I ain't saying hang it up, but they're gonna start looking I mean, at all the young players that they drafted. Now. They got rid of Peyton's not there no more. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, dang, oh, oh, they got rid of Oladipo, and he was there before, like around the time. Yo, he Oladipo there, so. was balling. People sleep on. So that. I mean, he they've gotten a, they've balling. gotten rid of the young talent that they were building around. Besides, yeah. you know, getting Mo Bamba in the draft, but, but yeah, it kind of is Aaron Gordon's team now. Yeah. So I mean. Like I said, this is if he don't do it this year, but this is if out of all his years, this is his year to do it to like be that man on the team. So it's like he got to step up to the plate. So I agree. If he does, I see him getting most improved. Oh, I'm not mad at that. I actually like that. I think that's good. I want to see what Aaron Gordon does. Care the bag alert. As far as my pick goes uh, for most improved player, I'm going with Malik Monk from the Charlotte Hornets. I feel like um, last year he didn't play as much, at least as far as minutes go. He only played like 13 minutes. And pretty much the predominant part of the season, they didn't play him at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Malik Monk. I kind of wanted to draft him the year before and whatnot. So he only averaged seven points per game. I was going to say, I did want to see more from him, and I didn't. Yeah, like I think in the preseason right now, he's averaging like 16 or so. So if he can go from six to even like 15, 14, 
and, you know, help Charlotte maybe make one of those last playoff seeds or something like that, anything is possible. But I really like Malik Monk, and I feel like he has the ceiling or the potential to become a good player and be Kemba Walker's kind of yeah. sidekick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, but that's definitely my most improved pick. Get Gilchrist out of there. And that, get that go. jump shot out of there. <laughs> that jump shot. Toast. I, am, I like that. I, I really do like that pick. That's Appreciate it. Gilchrist, just quick, quick little tidbit. Oh, what he do? Do y'all feel like he's a bust? No. I wouldn't say a bust because I don't feel like he had high expectations. But he fell short of what he at least could have been at. Like, and I, I wasn't expecting him to be the, like the like one of the better players coming out. But I was expecting him to be better in some areas. In my opinion, I was just was always wondering what made him a number two pick in the draft. Maybe because it was a weak draft. Or something, yeah. but even when he went number two, I was always like, "Is he really?" Was worth he in that the same draft as Wall? Was that? No, he uh, came out the two years after Wall. He was okay. the same draft as Bill. Okay, okay. Cause I think Bill went after him. Yeah, he uh, went three. Bill went three. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's because it was a weak draft or what. But every, when I first saw he was going number two, I'm just I always was like, and then seeing what he's done, it's like eh. he might not be a bust, but he definitely wasn't worth a number two pick. I'll say that. Nah, not at all. I wouldn't have picked him number two, even him coming out of school. But I mean, he, he was he was a good player. He was a good player coming out of school. You, you take a gamble. You just never know what you're gonna get. I don't think he was a bust because he's still playing on the team. He's still starting. It's not like he's rotting on the bench or they've already traded him or something along that nature. Uh, I I don't consider that a bust. You know, at least in my eyes, I wouldn't say he's a bust. I'll yeah, do we want to see more from him? Do we hope more? We always hope more from a number two pick. It, sometimes that number two pick is a tough slot. You know, it doesn't always work out. But I, I don't think he's a bust. He's still there. He kind of he kind of remind me, and I'm not saying that this person is a bust. He kind of remind me of a Derek Favors in a sense to where with Derek Favors, he was – like if he played good on Utah last year, I was just like, yo, it's time for him to go because – Utah's not working for you. But he had a good season last year. I feel like with Gilchrist this year, like, yo, if it don't work out this year, Charlotte, y'all got to ship him out of here or something. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, um, we'll see what happens. I just don't think he's a bust. I'm not saying he's a great player, but I can understand that when you when he goes number two and you didn't pick a player like Bradley Beal. Like, I remember watching Bradley Beal playing in high school out St. Louis, and he was shout out, Shout out my guy. Yeah, I, I, I remember Beal, that was AKA like. A.K.A. Panda. I always talk to Adrian about his draft picks and how a majority of them I don't like. And I remember when they was getting ready to draft Bradley Beal, <sighs> and I came to you first, and I was like, Adrian, that was the best pick y'all have made since John Wall. <laughs> I was like, look. You're gonna love him. He's gonna be exciting. He's gonna be a hooper. You know, I I yeah. gave, I I'm always honest with what everything I say, whether people like it or not. But shout out to um Bradley Beal and whatnot. That's the most improved. So all right, we're gonna kick in the high gear. All right, six man award. Talk to me, fellas. All right, uh, I'll go first this time. Okay. Is um, you know, some I don't be knowing everybody's like lineup and who's like the actual six man, but I'm going with Rondo for the six man of the year. So Ooh. um. I like what he brings to the table as far as when he comes off the bench, getting everybody involved, still getting his assist. He'll probably still at least average at least like six to seven, at least seven assists. So I like Rondo coming off the bench for the Lakers, helping with that second unit. So 
I like that pick because I didn't. That, I just like that pick because it's different. Yeah, so, I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, so I, shout out to that pick. That was a good pick, man. All right, Javon, talk to me. Who's your sixth man? I feel like Eric Gordon's going to win his second one. Okay. With the Rockets. I mm. feel like he's like their Lou Will. Like, he just, they let him come in and do his thing. Cause even yeah. last year, he, I didn't, well, Lou Will won it last year, but I actually thought that Eric Gordon might win it last year because yeah. he started for a little bit and everything, and then he was balling during then. So I feel like this year he probably might take the number, his second one home. Uh, I like what he does offensively, you know, shooting the threes and everything. He do everything well. He shoot threes. Yeah. He attack the basket. Might bang on you one he time. Talk, he talk weird, though, but. See, I ain't never really heard him talk for real. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, for me, as far as um, six man of the year, um, I'm rolling with my guy off the Bulls. I'm going with Bobby Portis. Uh, mm, he's going to be my dark different. horse for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pick different players, you know, instead of the typicals. Um, Bobby Portis is actually excited to be a six man. He wanted to be a six man. He's in his contract year. Like, I like all of that. You That's tell nice. me you want to be a six man, you're excited about playing. You know, your contract year is normally always your best year. He averaged 13 and 7 last year um, in 73 games, you know, due to the suspension. Nice. We're not gonna get yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> he, know, he bounced back from that. So. He, he, who, actually, as a team, we were great and we were doing too good. That's why we traded Mirchik. We was doing too good during the month of this. Uh, December, I think it was November. It was we had a streak where we were winning too many games, and that's when they shipped Mirachik out of there because they was like we're tank. We're supposed to be tanking, yeah. and they messed up our tanking um situation. So that's why we got him out of there. But if him averaging fourteen and well thirteen and seven, if he can up those points just a little bit, and we sneak into the playoffs, then I feel like he'll have something to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough going against an Eric Gordon and a Lou Will and all that, but. For me, I think he has a shot to win it, and that's what I'm rolling with. All right, fellas. So that's um that is our six man of the year prediction, and we'll get into our next award, defensive player of the year. Javon, talk to me. Uh, I think Draymond will take it. Oh my! And the reason I'm taking Draymond is because I, like I said earlier, he was kind of low key tight that. He was bumped down to a second team, all defensive first team player, and I feel like that's gonna motivate him to be like, I'm the best defender in the league. He gonna try to take another home, uh, take home another defensive player of the year award. Okay, uh, I feel like I mean, like, Draymond is a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like he's a little overrated in certain areas and stuff. Like as far I feel like people get confused as far as like impact of the game versus like. Like stats, like certain stats and stuff like that. Like I get his impact is big. So you don't feel like Draymond is a good defender? He's a good defender, but that's like his bread and butter. I don't feel like I feel like he like people see his impact more than what he actually does on defense. As for like it, like he knows how to like make himself look like he's doing a lot more than he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like he'll get like he'll get like a one steal in a quarter. And maybe finish out with like maybe one or two steals a game, but that one steal that you see is a pivotal clutch moment, and it'll make it look like he's like damn, like he's a real good defender because he did this and he just I don't know I feel like he sells like what he does like he makes it look good. But, so, but when you think about it though, a lot of times when it comes to his play of the years, it's not one of them them awards that you can measure from stats either. It's like. It, like you said, it's more it's of off impact, of impact. Yeah. yeah. Because even like with Kawhi, he don't average a whole lot of steals, but we know he be locking like dudes up. So, 
or who else? Like um, the only one that ever caught me off guard was when Mark Gasol won it. You talking about Marcus Hall won the defensive player yeah, of the year? Yeah, that one. Now think ca- about this: he won defensive player of the year, but didn't make any all defensive teams. Yeah, like I don't see how that happens. I, now, if you would have made one of them joints, how do you? Cool, how are you whatever. the best defensive player in the league, and you well, don't? You even gotta at make least make a, an all defensive team if you're gonna be all defensive player, bro. Come on now, talk so, to me. but no, I'm I'm t- I'm gonna say Dre, but like like I mean honestly, like like I said, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm looking at like stats. Last year, he averaged. Defensive rebounds, you know, 6.6. Um, steals, 1.4. Blocks, 1.3. It's kind of just like. That's what I'm saying, though. They don't measure that. Sh- like, when they come to defensive player of the year, they're not looking at just stats. Because a lot of dudes that probably got three, four blocks a game, but they ain't winning defensive player of the year. Just because you're a good shot blocker, that don't mean you're a great defender. That just means you can you help side defense. I mean, you know, you got, like I said, I mean, I feel like they get – I don't know. I get what you're saying, though, as far as, like, impact goes and whatnot. But maybe I'm just a little, like, mad that he be making an all-star team every year. I just I don't, don't think you like, like the Warriors because you don't like Clay even. I like KD. Besides, he don't even count. But – Yeah, I'm – Because you like, say the thing like about Clay, Clay, and I'd be like, bro, Clay is nice, bro. Relax. <sighs> He's a good shooter. He's a great defender, too. He's a good defender. He's a great defender. He's not a good. He's a great defender, bro. <laughs> he should be warriors. honestly Clay. The fact that he be barely making defensive teams is crazy because he be he be doing his thing on defense, bro. He a lot Bradley Bill. And then we're we back playing, here. We're playing Mer- <laughs> <laughs> and then we just got I right just, back I just thought of that. I was just talking. You're probably gonna let, uh, lock your Lakers up. The whole squad. Whole squad. Who gonna score on them besides maybe LeBron Ingram? Yeah, right. Okay. Ingram catch one of your boys slipping. Don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Just saying. How, who you got, Jordan? <laughs> I'm going with Joel Embiid. I thought about that. I'm I, going I, with Embiid, man. I considered um, that. The main reason why I'm going after Embiid is he he's a trash talker, and he's talked too much about locking up like DeAndre Aiden mm-hmm. and Mo Bamba and all that. So if you're screaming to me that you're going to be locking up these players and whatnot, that's telling me that you're ready to come play defense. I yeah. tie those two together. If you're talking cash money like that, okay, I want to see you back it up so, and, and be, for the most part, backs it up. And so It's been a couple of years since we actually had a big man defensive player, though. Didn't Gobert win it last year? Oh, shit. Yeah. Didn't Gobert won last year. Who won the year before? Gobert. No. Who won it before him? I think it was Dre. Oh, Draymond won? Mm, I don't think Draymond won it last year. Let me see. Gobert won this past year. Because if, I'm, if he, I'm thinking about the NBA, ooh, if I'm thinking about probably, the NBA, oh, right, it might have right, been Draymond. Right. Yeah, he's right. He's right. He's right. It was Draymond and the year before, the year, Two years before that was Kawhi. Oh, Draymond Green won last year? Oh, See? I told you, man. You just be giving awards to people. He be welling, bro. This man was like a first team all defender that year and everything. Ooh. Oh, sad. Ooh, just because John Wall never makes it. Yo, <laughs> the shade is real. It's like I'm playing. No, I fool with John Wall. I do. No, he did make a defensive team. I was like a couple years ago. You got to get back on it, bro. That's because I expect high things for the Wizards and they let me down every time. That's why. We're back here. I'm going to get you. You like talking about the Wizards a lot. Because they disappoint me every time. I be really oh, thinking they about man. to do something, and they don't. I would be like, man, I'm tired of rooting for these niggas. Hey, look. <laughs> this year, gonna look. you're going to be rooting for us this year. Okay. 
I'm not gonna get my hopes up. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> cash app, cash, whatever. Okay. And Fifty beans. Right. Okay, fellas. We'll we'll save we'll save that. <laughs> all right. So on the next, um, I ain't do my defensive player of the year either, though. But you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you picked first. Nah, I ain't, I ain't pick. Oh, I, I don't know why. I don't know no. why I, w- I I went last for every award. You sure you didn't pick? Who who's your defensive player? I had Kawhi just. Yeah, oh, you did just off that. the just off the strength. I don't. Know, I think he gonna come back. With the Kawhi, out of all this Kawhi talk we done heard from Look, you for the past, I didn't want to go with it. Kawhi? I didn't want to go with like a typical Draymond or a Gobert. typical. A typical. This yes. man that won back to back. He did win two Defensive Player of the I, Year awards. He won back to back. Not rec- I'm talking about recently. Oh, oh right, my yeah, gosh. I'm talking hey, about we're attacking you. It yeah, was two years, three yeah, years bro, ago. Yeah, bro, you tripping. Three years ago. You can't I'm say t- typical. Like, we picked typical players in Kawhi. I'm Leonard not saying y'all did. I'm defense. just talking about for myself. Oh my okay, God. so excuse us. Adrian, go ahead. Talk about it. You're picking Kawhi Leonard? I'm pick- yeah, I'm going with Kawhi. I think he's going to come back off his injury and whatever him not playing. I think he's going to come back trying to lock people up. I mean, he's playing majority in the East, so I think the competition is not as – Impactful in the East, so I think he'll look better in the East versus him playing in the West. So, okay, we're gonna yeah. just, we're just gonna leave that there. I, okay. I kind of low key, I kind of like want to see um, DeAndre Jordan do well, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about the Mavs completely. So I just don't know if the Mavs will get enough spotlight for him to win. Um, yeah, win no. defensive player of the yeah, year. I mean, it's not always about spotlighting, but. Yeah. And when these type of like that type of war, it is though. Yeah, Dallas is kind of kind of on the trash side. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. Um. All right. So wrapping up defensive player of the year, we're gonna go to uh, second to last category. We're gonna go to rookie of the year. Adrian, let's go with you since we accidentally left you off defensive player. Oh, thank you. There you go, crying. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Bagley. Like I don't know. I just I just feel like he'll have like. Shout out, shout out my to my Duke boys, but I don't. I just think he's gonna have a good year. Like honestly, like I want to pick Aiden, but I don't know something about the Suns. I'm not sold on. They got the whole like GM, all of that stuff going on. Even though that doesn't really have anything to do with like what's probably gonna happen on the court, but I like Bagley though. I, I like his talent level. I do too. I think talent wise, he's he's gonna come into the league and make an impact. Okay, I'm sorry. To jump back, I knew there was something I wanted to talk about. I got thrown off. Um, when I was talking about Defensive Player of the Year, I actually wanted to pick somebody else over Joel Embiid. I knew I wasn't tripping. I wanted to pick DeJounte Murray. That was who I really mm. wanted to pick. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL. So I could not pick him Damn. because yeah, he won't I was, be here this year. I was year. thinking most improved for him, too, but I noticed like, the injury because as well, too. when's the last time y'all remember a guard winning defensive player of the year? Talking about big man. So I wanted to give him a shot because he was the youngest player to ever make an all-defensive team. He was on the all-defensive second team last year. So I wanted to pick him. Nonetheless, I'm sorry. We're talking about rookie of the year. I agree, Adrian. I think Bagley is going to be tough. He's going to be a good rookie. Uh, the Kings are going to suck, but Bagley yeah. will be good. Well, they look they look good in summer league. They look good in summer league because that's their starting five. I, I know. When that's it a, came to the actual real oh preseason coming gosh. up, they look bad against the Warriors. Yes. Put them right back in the double <laughs> where they belong. So, Javon, talk to us, man. Uh, how how a, you feeling about rookie of the year? I'm going to take Aiden, man. He been looking good in preseason. I know it's preseason, but he been looking good. Like, yeah. And he averaging like. 21 and like 11 right now in preseason and shooting over 60%. So, yeah, DeAndre right now, he's my early favorite to take it. 
And I feel like he's going to definitely help improve that team. I can't be a mad little bit. at that. They'll probably finish like like 10, 11 in the West. Yeah, I just don't like um, how they're trying to – it looks like they're going to rush Devin Booker back um, from his broken hand or whatnot. I know they said it's not broken anymore and he should be cleared. I just don't like when players get rushed, especially on a program and basketball, which is a longevity game. And I don't think you have to rush him back, especially after you paid him all that money, all that jazz. But that's nonetheless. So I like DeAndre Ayton, I think he's a talented player as well. Him and Bagley, I think, are great players. Um, I'm going to roll with Colin Sexton. Mm. I love Sexton. I, if he can get the starting nod over George Hill, then I'm rolling with him. If he can get the starting nod. Hey, man, I thought you was about to say Bagley. I thought Bagley was your pick for a second. No, I, so I have Bagley like on my list as one of the people that I feel like can win rookie of the year. Yeah. But um, I actually like Colin Sexton. The only problem is, you know, with the Cavs not being good, you know, but if he can have one of those great rookie years, the Cavs might be able to sneak that A spot. The A spot, like I said, is wide open. But I had a few players for like, if 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 Colin Sexton does not start, so he doesn't get like enough games to be considered a rookie of the year, I'm going with Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Memphis Grizzlies. I know y'all, we talked some about the Grizzlies. I know you don't like them and whatnot, but fully healthy Grizzlies is a good team. Mike Conley, Jaron Jackson, Marcus Saul. Chandler Parsons is even playing and looking decent. <laughs> Watch, yeah, he was I, on the squad. I, I talk all this, man. Watch it actually play well this season. So, if they play well, so if Colin Sexton doesn't get enough games, I'm going with Jaron Jackson Jr. to win rookie of the year. That. That's, that's, that's how I'm rolling. Um, okay, so we're closing this out. We got the last category award, MVP. Drum roll. Looks like machine gun. My machine guns. That's how I go with the machine guns. But look, man, I'm trying. I ain't got no soundboard, man. I'm hey, trying man. to make it sound good. Coming mind. soon. Thanks I for hurting my mad. feelings. I'm just letting you know. So quit asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. All right, who wants to go first? MVP. I'll go first. Uh, I pick Giannis. Oh, okay. oh, Only nope. if the, he, they are top four seed. Nope. They're not top four seed, then no. But no, I'm going to take Giannis, though. How Draymond say? Nope. I'm just talking. All right. I feel you. So I you're mean, going with I just feel like I'm going with Giannis. I feel like he's probably the most, second most talented player in the East after Kyrie. I feel like he's the most talented, I mean, but I don't, I don't feel like he's the. the I don't think he's the best player. I wouldn't say best. I don't even think he's the second best player in the East. Who's the second best? I don't think he's better than Embiid. I don't care mm, what y'all say to me. I don't know. First best. It, yeah, John Wall. he's he's a he's a freak, freakishly athletic player. First Giannis best, is a first great best John Wall is um like, but Giannis <laughs> has no kind of jump shot, and he can't get out the first round. I, he had a good first month last year, and everybody was screaming to me, oh, Giannis is a top three player. Giannis is a top three player. And I was like, okay, let's see where he's at by all-star break. I do got to see him get out the first round. And before the all-star break, and nobody in the world was saying Giannis was MVP anymore. Nobody. First month of the season, he jumps over Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, he's MVP. After that, quietness. So, I, I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't, I'm not the biggest Giannis fan. I guess that's it. Yeah, you never not a Giannis But I'm saying, was he an MVP yeah. last year? He didn't even finish top four. I mean, man, the team. You gotta think too. As the, as the team as a whole started to decline after a while too. So and, I can't but really he's say the head all. of that team. They I, traded for Bledsoe. Like they traded to yeah, make them did. better, and he didn't perform better. So yeah. I, I don't see where the issue with that is. 
He's the leader. Chris Middleton is the reason why they played well in the playoffs. He was the reason why they was going to overtime, not Giannis. Mm-hmm. Giannis was good. He had to step up because of Chris Middleton. So I, I don't know. That's just me. I'm not saying Giannis isn't a good player, but you got to. He's got to go into one of these top three, top four seeds in the East, and he's got to get the goddamn first round. I mean, I know that doesn't make the MVP, but if the Bucks finish five or below, he ain't no MVP to me. I agree with that. That's why I said they got to finish top four seed. Yeah, they finish. I think they need to finish top three. I mean, I think Giannis is capable of doing it. <laughs> he's a freakishly athletic guy. The only thing he's missing is a jump shot. Mm-hmm. And he's been working with Kobe, so I assume he's been shooting. Because <laughs> if who's somebody that's shooting is Kobe Bryant. Bean. We're going to see. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's up. And sorry, I think sorry that's, I and I think that's the that. scariest thing about him. Cause I look at his numbers. I'm like, bro, average 27 and 10. And he barely shoots the ball. So I'm like, if he get a jump shot. KD. It's KD. AD. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I see him more as an AD than a KD, but. Adrian. Um, I haven't gone yet. Oh, yeah. All right. So sorry, Javon. I jumped on you. MVP. That's just my tidbit on Giannis. I'm sorry. Good. You, I probably you, changed you, my mind, too. You chose who you chose. I just my how I feel about Giannis. Adrian. Go ahead, my brother. I just changed. I just changed my mind. I had LeBron just off the strength of LeBron, and bringing the Lakers back to the playoffs. But I'm going with KD, man. Mm, I thought about KD, KD too. KD, I, I can't give it to KD. Can't give it to him either. Look, if KD plays like the best player in the league this upcoming season, why not give it to him? Because if you if you take out Kevin Durant of the Warriors, the Warriors are still. A great team. That's why. That's that's how I look at MVPs. I look at if you take that player out of that program, how do they do? When Kevin Durant didn't play last year, they still played well. You know, that's just my opinion. I, a KD can be the second best player in the NBA, that which he is. I can I can say that much. I, I would say they would still be a good team, but they wouldn't be as. They'll I mean, be the number two seed, dog. I don't even, <laughs> at minimum, they would be number two. They were number one without him. Right, true. They were but number one. I just feel like with KD, if if his stats like, or just his impact on the game like across the board, say MVP, just because he's on a great team, I don't see why you can't give it to him. Like we stated before, like in our previous episodes, like yo, y'all gotta stop. Not saying you particularly, but y'all gotta stop hating on KD, man. Y'all gotta get this man his. Uh, I I just can't. I can't hate on a player. That is surrounded by greats. You say can't or can? I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't hate him, but I, I can't give him MVP if, if, if possibly all five of them can make the All Star game. I mean, and but that's we, the, I mean, I understand like if he's playing that well or whatnot. But for me, like I said, I just my value on MVP is if you take that player off of that program. And I feel like that's how the, are they? that's the league's part. Uh, the league's fault as far as okay, you might have. Three that make the All Star. I mean, Draymond, yeah, I mean, it won't be five because Demarcus Cousins won't be healthy in time. But a healthy Demarcus Cousins is going to make the All Star game. So they would have had a minimum of four. Draymond is your end because his stats don't don't say it. But if if Demarcus Cousins is healthy, he's an All Star, no debate. Yeah, he's top two center in the league, healthy. So for me, for MVP, like 
if I take Kevin Durant out, the Warriors are still the number two seed in the West, if not still number one. I would say if Durant's not on the team, they're – what's the word I'm looking for? It's um competitive. If Durant is on the team, they're dominant. So it's kind of just like this one player really changes. That one player shifted the lead. So it's kind of just like I, – I can see that. But, I mean, there's still – because last year the Rockets were one game away from taking them out with Durant. Yes, we had a hurt Chris Paul, but it, it was still competitive. The Western Conference Finals was was competitive. It was. Now, when Chris Paul went out of the game, they got blown out the last two games. But, the, you know, what did you expect? But it was competitive nonetheless still to me. But, you know, that's who your pick is. I'm not mad at you picking MVP. It's just me. I, I just can't roll that. But I, I didn't do that just to you. I did it to Javon, too. I just look at it like this. LeBron won back-to-back MVPs with the Heat, so – why can't KD get one with the Warriors? I, as I said before, I, I I can see what you're saying, but the point guard from the Miami Heat was a bottom tier point guard, and the center on Miami Heat didn't deserve to be in the NBA. But it was at times too last season. Won't Steph not playing for a little bit? I mean, it was times Steph wasn't playing. It was times Durant didn't play. Yeah, he had an injury as well. So I mean, you're looking at it both ways. Yeah. I understand. I don't think LeBron should have won all those MVPs, but it, you know he was on that team surrounded by all them. I didn't say LeBron deserved all those MVPs as well. I'm just saying, but if you do take LeBron out, I think it was more of a significant hit for Miami than if you took KD off the Warriors. Because mm-hmm. the Warriors were 73-9 and without Durant. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, and this is random as hell, but I feel like if KD joined the Warriors, let's say if the Warriors that year, they didn't go to the finals, didn't lose in game seven, so if they would have like that team would have lost in the first round and KD went to them, it wouldn't have been that bad because they didn't go to the finals and almost win. Yeah, they were seventy three and nine. I'm just saying <laughs> they I'm broke just... a record. <laughs> it, no matter what, it looks bad. You went. It's the most. It's the best regular season we've ever seen of all time. Of all time, so it's hard for me to say if you take KD off, they're not going to be a good team because I've seen them without KD and they were a phenomenal. Last team. year was KD's second year with them. Second yeah. year, and and you know if you want to give KD an accolade, he wins Finals MVP, which he won back to back. That's his. That's his stats. And that's the best player in the playoffs, winning uh, the MVP that's in the, the playoffs. Best player in the finals. All that extra stuff. Don't... He won it because he was the best player. No matter what your team, no matter who you have on your team. Whoever performs the best in the finals wins that MVP, and we'll he see. took it home twice. We'll see. We'll see this year. That's who I got, KD. What's up? Right. I can't really say that either, because back when they won in 2015, Andre Iguodala got that joint, and he was definitely not the best player. He just played. He played, he the, played the best, though. That's what that I series. said. He played the best. I, I didn't say he was the best player, but he played the best. My my thing is how Adrian said: if Kevin Durant plays like an MVP, he should be MVP. Mm-hmm. Iguodala played like a Finals MVP. He won it. That's all I'm finals saying. I'm not saying he was the best player. MVP. You know, I, I'm not saying he was the best player, but he played the best. He did that year. All right. Nonetheless, um, since I didn't like either one of y'all, I'm ready for y'all to kill me. But um, I'm going with Anthony Davis. Nah, I thought about Anthony. Davis. I did think about him. Too. The reason behind I just don't think his seating gonna be good. That's enough. the only yeah. problem of what hurts Anthony Davis is his seating. Like to be honest. I wanted to really go with LeBron because I feel like the red carpet is rolled out for LeBron because mm-hmm. everybody's talking, oh, LeBron can win MVP because of the team around him. It's not a great team. You can't say LeBron's, you know, he has these people behind him or whatever the case. So, I mean, I think the red carpet is rolled out for yeah, LeBron the media's to already, win. like, pushing that. Yeah. But if the Pelicans can get top three, I can see Anthony Davis if, if the Pelicans can sneak four or five, 
I think it because Anthony Davis to get four or five is going to have like a monstrous season. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I say Anthony Davis is I think it was everybody's time, right? James Harden finally got MVP. They were waiting for him to get it. It was we were waiting on James Harden to get MVP finally. He got it. He's done. I think that's it. Like he got his, and we're gonna let him sit because he would have got it the year before. But you know, Rusty averaged a triple double and mm-hmm. wiped that out. Even though I think they should have got co MVP that year, that's beside the point. I still love Russell, but. So with that being said, I think Anthony Davis has been that three, that four in MVP votes. Yeah. And if he's healthy, Anthony Davis can be the MVP of the league. Because you dang sure take Anthony Davis off the Pelicans, and they're a bottom 15. Mm. <laughs> they're the bottom, they're bottom part of the conference. Yeah, they like bottom. They're, they're terrible. The like, they're, they're absolutely terrible without Anthony yeah. Davis. We've seen that. So I feel like if they're healthy and whatnot, Anthony Davis has a great shot of winning. I just feel like the way the NBA does MVP compared to other leagues is just way different. Like, most leagues, they look at, like, who performs the best. Like, even in the NFL, your team ain't got to be the greatest, but if you put up some crazy numbers, there's a good chance you will probably make the win the MVP. When's the last time in the NFL, like, where it was a garbage team and the player won? Because most of the time, they're on a the playoff team. Yeah, they're no. I mean, well, I'm not we've saying never you, seen an MVP, I don't think, ever not be on a playoff team. I'm not saying they won't be a playoff team, but they don't have to be. A- NFL or just in general? I was talking about NBA. Oh, NFL. Uh, Russ, that one time he was triple-double. They, they won. made the playoffs. Yeah, they went to yeah, the playoffs. They, won. they, they won just like lost. They were the seventh seed. Were they? Mm. Yeah, they were the seventh seed. You sure? Yeah. I'm 100% positive, positive they were in the playoffs. Yeah, they made it. And yeah, they got outed, but um, they, they made the playoffs that year. I thought they didn't make it. They made it, They bro. made the playoffs. I'll look it up. That was not – because everybody was looking at them funny this past year because they were like, damn. They only won a few more games. Yeah, it was like, yeah, they still ended up being the seventh seed. Huh, I'm tripping. But I guess I was just thinking because in the NFL, like, your team can be, like, barely making the playoffs, but as long as you have a great season, there's a good chance you're going to win the uh, MVP. Like, when AP won it. Vikings won a contender for real that that year, but he put up a crazy oh, yeah, season. Was, yeah, they were six. I'm sorry, I'm tripping. What was that 2017? Yeah, you just want to find times where you can hate on Russell. That that's the <laughs> year when he averaged a triple double, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just want to hate on Russell, as you always do. <sighs> but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, but he he won MVP. So I I I hear what you're saying, the way uh, Javon MVP doesn't have to be the top seed. Um, mm. All the time. I think they should have two different awards. Be a most outstanding player award and a uh, MVP award. So then you could differentiate the difference between a player that might put up great stats or just like ball out of control and the player that actually like has the most impact on his team. Because kind of like how college does, like you got the Heisman that's like kind of like looked at as like the MVP, and then you got the most outstanding player who's the player that just puts up wild stats and, like, goes crazy and, like, sure. stuff like that. And they also have your um, your best position players, too. Mm-hmm. They have, like, you know, your best quarterback, best I running that's back, best the, receiver. The first in all-NBA and second all all that comes into effect. But mm-hmm. everybody wants the big trophy at the end. Yeah, everybody wants to be an MVP of the league. All right, so, um, fellas, uh, that's it with the NBA talk, man. That's our predictions. We got the games coming next Tuesday and whatnot. That's just our predictions for the NBA. Other than that, um, let's go ahead and wrap this podcast up. Um, I thank everybody that's listening and made it this far. I know this is a longer-than-normal podcast. 
But when you get the NBA predictions and we've been waiting to talk about the NBA as far as deep dives and whatnot, sometimes they just go a little bit long. So we mm-hmm. appreciate that uh, and apologize about the long podcast. But I feel like it was good talking, good conversations. I think y'all should enjoy this podcast. Nonetheless, fellas, y'all want to shout out y'all social media handles. All right. Jay Easy <laughs> on Twitter and IG. I don't feel like spelling it, so uh, just type my name in if you know it. And if not, it's in a description. Or go listen to the last couple podcasts. Yeah. Sorry. You tired? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel uh, like spelling it. You already know. AD Light 15. AD underscore L-I-T-E-1-5. Highlight your boy. Twitter. Instagram. Now, right, it's Jordan on the ones and twos. Uh, social media handles for Twitter and Instagram is going to be cool underscore gray 13. Once again, it's cool underscore gray 13. And uh, the podcast, Twitter is in the thing as well. We asked y'all last week. Um, we're going to continue to ask y'all. We would like for if anybody wants to send some questions, topics, or ideas to us, you can send to any one of our individual pages or the podcast page. We definitely want to hear what y'all guys want us to talk about. And things along that nature. Uh, it could be a pop culture, current events, music, anything. Don't matter. Don't yeah, have it doesn't to have sports. to be sports. You know, we just want to hear what everybody wants to hear us talk about sometimes. Even though we still will cover sports, it doesn't mean we can't throw that in there. Nonetheless, I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you y'all for tuning in to the Reign of Champs podcast. Raise the banners. Raise it up. So peace, love, and all that other jazz. Let's we out of here. Let's Episode five in the books, baby. Let's get it. <laughs>